I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, we all have the coronavirus. <laughs> Just kidding. JK, 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 JK. <laughs> I'm Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. Welcome to It's Bravo Bitch, my show with Hollywood Leon. In the studio today, Chelsea Stark Jones, my girl. You gave me an Oprah info. Ah, Chelsea yes. Stark Jones. And she's coronavirus free. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad like, you're here. So happy, so happy. I had time. I'm not working. I'm here. Okay, if you guys have been watching us for a long time, you'll know that me and Chelsea, we've done Real Houses of New York City for like years. Like, she's a full blown fan. I'm so glad you're here. Bravo fanatic. Love talking Bravo all the time, especially with you. Mm, it's going to be such a good show, So bro. happy. Let's do it. Let's do it. We jump into our gold stars of the day, which is kind of like our mazzle, our Wendy's Hot Topics, the cool stuff of the day. And I want to just start off with the coronavirus, y'all. <laughs> Bethany Frankel's going to save us from the coronavirus. I mean, be strong. Be, be strong. strong. Oh, my God. It's such a good foundation. It really is. And They've helped people all over the world. Yeah, and it's nice to see that she could have, like, legitimately apply it to almost anything. Like, anything. I was so surprised when I saw that she was taking initiative with this and like, oh yeah, like people do need survival kits. I'm not really surprised. I mean, this is her coming back from her second tour in Australia, helping out the wildfires, the tornadoes in Tennessee. And now she's going to help us get some relief from this anxiety-producing virus we're calling Corona. Um, I think this is insane, but I'm really happy that we have Bethany on our side. She's going to help the people of New York. She's going to get them sanitation kits, testing kits. She's going to help out public schools, keep them open longer for shelter, for people who don't have any shelter at night. I think this is fabulous. She's such a good philanthropist. Yeah, she really is. And I mean, everything in this kit is so essential, like finding hand sanitizer now. Nowadays is literally so hard. Eighty dollars on Amazon. Uh, pro tip: gas stations have tons of it. Mm. So I went to Target. I went to CVS. I went to Walgreens. No hand sanitizer. I went to the gas station. Girl, plenty. So well, even if like stations. even if you're like not giving in and not buying everything. Now you have to. Yeah. Because everyone's gone and bought everything out of stock. There's no toilet paper anywhere. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's really ridiculous. And it's, I mean, I have my own thoughts on coronavirus. I really don't think we need to be taking it, like, so, like, intensely. Yeah. Uh, Take your precautions. Wash your hands like you should always be doing. Wash your hands, dirty. (laughs) And, like, just keep living your life. Don't go out. The best thing is you really have an excuse to stay home. And watch Bravo! a little cough. Like, oh, my throat's a little itchy. I'm going to stay home. Like, that's the best part. Exactly. I have a little itch. I'm going to stay home and watch It's Bravo Bitch all day long because we're available on Apple, Spotify, Podcast One. Check out all the platforms, darling. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I have a couple tweets from Bethany. We could just skim through them. Yeah. It's basically just saying that she's going to help out you know, the hydration systems, which means the water systems, hand gel, you know, the testing, like we said. Sanitation is a luxury, uh, you know, especially with this price gouging. Yeah. Um, so Bethany addresses everything. So we're really happy for her. Go, Bethany. Go, um, B. I want to talk about New York City real quick. It's yeah. coming up very soon. I know. Did you like the trailer? I did like the trailer. It's It's giving me... 
lots of laughs yes. per usual. And then the drama, like, they always bring the drama. Even they're when you the think they're, like, a pretty cohesive unit. Like, especially because we were worried, like, without Bethany, like, how are they going to, you know. But, I mean, Dorinda, Luann drinking again. Um, I knew it, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like. I know. We've been talking about this forever. Like, we said we were on a New York panel together. You know me. All about Luann. And Chelsea, not about Luann. I was Luann. not buying it. I'm, I wasn't buying it then. I knew she was going to go back to drinking. I knew this was only temporary for the courts. Like, and there's no issue with that. But, like, they'll be like, oh, yes, I'm I mean, sober now. We like, all love drinking. Yes. Own it. Lisa Renna, own it, honey. Well, New York is set to come back, and it's going to give us a really good run for our money. New York City is my favorite franchise of all time. Everybody knows. And Countess Luann has already given us a warning. First episode should be interesting. I don't know what that means. (laughs) But um, I just want to do a little shout out to someone that I met on Twitter over the last week. Uh I have been literally stalking his Twitter. I just want to do a quick shout out to Maddie Caps on Twitter because honestly, I've been taking content from his Twitter account all week. And like, we have a full-blown Bravo show for you guys. I've been doing memes all week. And I just found out we heard this on season one of New York, but as always, it just got like kind of set in the back burner. I think we got we all forgot about it. Did you know that Tinsley was on Gossip Girl? Okay, I knew of it, but like every time I heard someone say it, I was like, "What? What was she doing on Gossip? Like, what was her?" It was role? a small little co-star. Thank you, Maddie Caps, for the photo. So uh, I just want to pull it up now. It, it's it's here, right here, ah. and it says Jenny. This is Tinsley Mortar, a friend of Mom's. So she's playing herself. She played herself. A she New was York that socialite. high profile that they didn't give her another name. Played herself, wow. And look, she has like the little curl. Remember she said like her curls were her signature. Looks exactly the same. Y'all, y'all have known, because and Chelsea knows too, because we were on the New York panel together, like we've said for the third time. That's our drinking <laughs> game for tonight. Um, Tinsley has not always been high on my radar, but she's really grown on me. And I really do feel like now that she's going to be leaving, <laughs> I'm like, no! got what you got till it's gone. I think she just provided a really good balance for the show. And yeah. I, again, we both weren't team Tinsley, but like you do need that kind of like subtlety, the dryness, like to kind of balance out these crazy Plus women Dale. in New York. Dale is iconic. The Scott drama. Yes. I mean, yes. Well, I'm happy she's going to be engaged. I really hope they do a Real Housewives of Chicago spinoff and like something leading her into it because oh Salt Lake what you thought uh, really quick. Oh sidebar. Salt Lake. I can't wait for the Mormons. I love Salt Lake City. Okay. I love Mormons. I love Bravo. So put it all together. Okay. We haven't like talked it. in a long time so I had to get your No your I'm totally okay, okay with it. Anything that's on your mind pop it up because that's what we're doing here. Yes. You know we're going to break it down for you guys. We have a fully loaded show. Make sure to stick with us. We still have so many things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to our more of our channel. Shout it out. Shout it out that you're listening to us. I love all the messages. Thank you so much for supporting It's Bravo Bitch. It's growing. It's growing. Yeah. And I can announce I have confirmed a huge Bravo star from Shies. Ooh. I don't want to say who yet. Okay, you don't have to. Two weeks, baby. Two Wednesdays from now. There's going to be a big Bravo star oh God, right there's here. There's so much Shaw's drama. I know. Oh, and you're going to get to all it's of it. Be so I love good. that. But you know what I want to just say really quickly about Shaw's is like the Adam and Reza and the MJ thing is the really big meat of the situation. Mm-hmm. Everything else is kind of on the back burner to me. Um, so what? Destiny slept with that freaking hot 
Justin Timberlake Persian lookalike dude. Um, she doesn't need to ask permission from anybody, especially Sarah. Sorry, boo, I banged your brother. Yeah, I you know mean, people I've banged that people were mad about. <laughs> the MJ Reza drama is definitely at the forefront, and it's really the only focus of like why I'm tuning in because I wasn't even much. a big Shaw's fan until all this stuff happened. And I have to say, I'm Team MJ. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Everyone knows how I feel about Reza. I love him. I think he's sexy. He's a big hairy daddy. But <laughs> I do feel like he really like goes for the jugular. Yeah. And we'll be talking about this. We'll be getting into this. But for now, I just want to let you guys know why does everybody have a podcast? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, look, I'm happy for everyone, but y'all, like, we all can have podcasts. Who's going to listen to us if we're all doing our own podcasts? I mean, I just have to say, I subscribe to, like, so many, so I think there's room for everybody. There's room for everybody. (laughs) Um, So I want to call this little segment Podcast Paula. (laughs) Because... uh, there's no media for this, JLo, but uh, I just want to talk about some quick podcasts real quick. I listened to Whoopi's. I mean, Whoopi's. I was like, Whoopi got podcast? Vicky's, Vicky's podcast. Oh, how is Whoop it? it up with Vicky. Is it good? Here's the thing about it. Yeah. I only listened to the very last episode. She has three episodes okay. so far, and I listened to the very last one. Apparently, the first two, she was talking about storyboards and how Bravo approached her with the new show, and she turned it down. To me, it all seems like fluff, and it seems like lies to me. Sorry, yeah. Vicky. And then the third episode, the one I actually listened to, she talked about the reunion the entire time, about how she's not over it, and how she was supposed to be on 80% of the time, and they kept and her in here. Thank you! I'm sorry, but like, Vicky on the reunion was a disaster and a half. Did not need any of it. I literally have who cares on my notes. Yes. Like, get over it. Thank you. Okay. Let's move on. Why are we still talking about this? The entitlement of these women at times. Like, I get it. You you started this. Like, you were That's what the she first said literally housewife. a million times on her podcast. You were the first housewife. Totally grand. Love it. Good for you. Cheerio. She but starts like, by saying, I was the first one before Potomac, DC. Like, she literally names all of them. Also, we know. Like, we know, girl. <laughs> we know we your know. resume. <laughs> But here's the thing about it, though. Like, she she just talked about stuff that doesn't seem very important to me. Stuff we already know, we already saw. She said she was going to be on 80% of the reunion. Then they cut her to leave early, so she was mad about that and created a huge fuss. She was like, I was in hair and makeup for six to seven hours. You needed it. Girl, that is normal. Being on set yeah. for six, seven hours in hair and makeup. Girl, I've been on set for 20 hours and they still haven't used me. Like, yeah. You're in a trailer, you're being fed, you're with your boyfriend, Mr. Lodge. Like, I don't know what you're bitching about, and I really don't care. This is what your podcast is about? The reunion? Yeah. Which was Oh my god, we are moving on. Moving on to another podcast that really isn't that good as well. Given give them Lala. Oh, I actually enjoy Give Them Lala with Randall. Okay, so I did You're the devil, I'm the angel. Like (laughs) like, I'm a little shoulder. You know me, I'm just a bitch. I'm the bravo bitch, so I just gotta make it bitchy, you know? Okay. I'm glad that Randall and Lala are doing something together. They're probably bored at home, so well, what else are they gonna do? Oh, gosh, I can't wait till we dive into Vanderpump. Um, I actually really like this podcast because you get to see oh. and understand their relationship a little bit more. Which is what? And just get their dynamic. Like, I love their banter with one another. Like... We all knew Randall as Lala's man for the first, I don't know, three seasons that they were together, Mm -hmm. however long. And so to finally put a face to the name, having him on the show, to hear them together speaking on a weekly basis, like, we kind of have, like, a a more in-depth look on what the relationship looks like. Like, we know Tom and Katie. We know Saucy and Bo. Yeah. Like, now we... Unfortunately. (laughs) 
Okay, well, to respond to that, like, I get it, but here's the thing. I just found out about the Give Them Lala podcast. She posted two clips on her Instagram today. This is what I took out of it. James reveals that people bring him pasta and tomato sauce at his gigs. Okay, like, it's funny, but is it groundbreaking? No. Like, florals for spring? Groundbreaking. <laughs> like, this is what we're talking about. She's, like, posting that um, James, like, they bring in pasta and tomato sauce. Like, haha, funny. Love the fans. Is it really all about the pasta? I guess it is. And he also reveals he loves to sleep on planes. He's trained himself. Like, okay, like, where's the meat of the situation? Okay, I, I, Can we get to, like, your alcoholism, your the fake relationships, the non-fake relationships, the sex? I will say... I haven't listened to the James Kennedy episode yet because it just came out. But the other, she had Stassi, she had Katie, and and is there some meat in there? Yeah, they're actually really good interviews, and you get a little, especially her and Katie's. And oh, she also had Brittany and Jax, which was Ugh, also good. <laughs> good. But with Katie, they talk about how their past was so like tumultuous to begin with, and how they kept like arguing, and how they kind of worked their way. To where they are now. Well, Lala, I mean, Lala I like was. The, I like the BTS. Yeah. Especially with like Stassi's. Um, She's like, I lo- Katie, come on and explain yourself why you were so judgmental to me the first two seasons. Yeah, and they talk about it. Well, good. And like, you know, so I, I like the Vanderpump uh, podcast just because I'm so obsessed with the show. It gives you like a look behind the curtain. I'm just kind of over Vanderpump. We're going to get into it deeply, uh, but I want to move on to the next one. Candy. Candy Counted Nights, her channel, her little podcast on YouTube responding to everything, including, including Nini calling her fake. Ooh. And talking about Nini's friends, that none of them are real, just famous ones. She only posts, like, famous friends on Instagram, Tamar, Wendy, and that she does play the victim for attention. Oh, I totally agree with that. So, wait, Candy actually spills some, because I've seen her YouTube channel, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to click on it. But she's actually, like, giving us some dirt. The last couple episodes she has been, I will be watching. Um, Yeah, you know, I'm... Nini brings the drama. Nini is very Vicky Gummelson-esque of Atlanta, where she's kind of getting too big for her britches, I, be- I believe. But, I mean, she was all- Nini was also on a podcast um, recently talking about how she's the only housewife that has multiple things going on. And I was like, and she particularly was like, yeah, Candy doesn't have, like, I have more things going on. And I'm like, Candy is a writer. Yeah. She is an actress. She is a singer. She has, I don't know how many OLG but restaurants. Haven't we known Nini long enough to see right through this, though? Oh, she's just mad. Sure. She's, she's just, just very mad. mad. But it's just like, like... Ugh. I she's mad, she's going season. for it. She's literally like on a press tour right now. Oh yeah, she's... However, we're, are we diving into Atlanta? Let's, let's just move on to... I mean, let's okay. go into Nini since we're talking about Candy. She reveals on a podcast, yeah. Nini did, that she found out that Greg was FaceTiming with a woman named Juanita. Ooh, Juanita. Juanita. Juanita, Juanita, I like Juanita. it too much. <laughs> Um, so this was interesting. He said he was just talking to her and that nothing happened and that he was talking to her because you weren't talking to me. So that was really interesting. You know, Nini has been at the forefront of this new drama with Kenya. Yeah. There's a lot of opinions there. But the thing about that I'm liking about Nini at this particular moment right now is that even though it's an apology tour, mm-hmm. she knows 
that I need to get back in with everyone. I can't be on the island by myself. Yeah. I need to play with these women. Otherwise, I won't be fitting. Exactly, my way the show. and that's what Vicky didn't do. She can't. She could. She couldn't come back and have any accountability. Yeah. And Nini is not the queen of accountability. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But she is trying, y'all. She's trying. She tried with Kenya. She. D- you know what? She did try with Kenya. And what I could say also is I do appreciate her transparency. Yeah. Um. She doesn't pretend like her and Greg has have like the perfect marriage. She acknowledges their ups and downs and stuff like that, especially yeah. throughout his whole cancer um, battle. Um, so I do appreciate her transparency. And I also read something, or maybe, yeah, she tweeted, I think. Um, can you go in for other people's relationships and marriages? Oh, yeah, all and the yet time. wanting the sympathy when something's going not on in happen. her life? It's like, that's it's just not fair. And Nini was willing to give that to her. Exactly. That's what I liked about Nini. Down, yeah. You know, so it's just like, and I, I totally forgot when, when Kenya said Portia was Cordell's beard. She came for Phaedra and Apollo. And then Tanya for and Tanya Paul. and Paul this season, well, all the while, you have mess going Your on Your own at cookie home. lady. Yeah. So, uh, God, and don't, with the cookie lady Mm -mm. that's what i'm trying to say though like i feel like nini is bad don't get me wrong but she's also good and when she's good she's good and the press tour she's just responding to what's being happening out there so what she threw a little shade at candy called her fake it wasn't so deep that candy was on her youtube channel going oh she called me fake she was like please girl i ain't even fake come on like i she's like I could reach out to her because she said she wanted to be on my show, but I'm going to wait till this plays out of the reunion in a couple weeks. The reunion is taping either next week or in a couple weeks, so we're going to get a full circle moment yeah. from this. and I think, too, with someone like Candy who really understands the dynamics of the show, like... Nini calling her fake, she knows what that is. Exactly. You know, like, She's kinda, just throwing like, shade, responding. Yeah. I have a photo of Greg and Nini I want to pull up real quick. Um... It's just basically, you know, just rounding up the situation. What do you guys think about Greg FaceTiming with another woman? Like, this is, I mean, this, is, this isn't as bad as finding text messages like Kenyon Mark about, you know, keep the sex going. But this, is, this is inappropriate as well. Um, so I just want to skim this and then move on to the next photo because um, I know there's a lot of drama on, the, on Atlanta. But let me just tell you, Eva's not pregnant anymore. And she's hanging out with Candy and Kenya. And they're looking fierce. So okay. I... I have this picture right here for you guys. Can we talk about this relationship really quickly? The whole Kenya and Eva thing. When did they bridge their... Thank you! I'm like, like, don't y'all hate each other? Yeah, like, Kenya's showing up to the baby shower. I'm like, when did... When did this become okay? Did we miss, like... Did I miss something? Or how, no, they, they no, 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 no. Well, the baby shower, it didn't okay. go really well. It did well, not go for well. Well, Kenya to even show up. Like, she returned Eva's doll. Like, yeah. that she gifted her. So, like, I'm sorry, like... When did you guys, like, become one with one another, you know? Yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying, and I don't know the answer to that. Okay, I just, like, maybe there's a deleted scene that we just didn't get, like... Well, people have been saying there are some deleted scenes. Like, where's the scene with Nini telling Greg, how do you feel about open relationships? Like, there's just scenes missing. Yeah, I, I just... It, it's just, it, that that relationship just isn't connecting the dots for me. That's all. So we are going to be diving into Atlanta. I'm doing the after show. We'll be talking about this next week. Diving in when I get more details. I want to move on and dive into our new show that's on Bravo, showcasing an Indian American family called Family Karma. This is great. Yeah. I had Steve from the Faces of Bravo Instagram account in here, and he talked about how they had this show premiere at BravoCon. Oh, really? So people have been excited about this for a minute. It was just called something different. Oh. 
I think it was called like a little less Indian or something. It was working title. Yeah, it was a working title. You know how Bravo is. They always have a couple titles that never work out. But um, before I get into Family Karma, I just want to say I hope, I really hope this isn't another Mexican Dynasties. Because we need this, you guys. We need the diversity on Bravo. I want to see a Hispanic Mexican family on TV. I want to see a Central American family, a Salvadorian family. But we'll take what we can get. So I'm happy to showcase this Indian American family, yeah. family karma. Um, let's talk about the, let's talk about the show. So you know, there's only been one episode so yeah. far. You know, I haven't seen it, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, in college, I had a really close friend that was Punjabi, um, and I definitely see like flashes of her and some of the trailers that they've yes. been showing and just like the dynamic of like Indian mothers like I was really close with her mom but just like and all the little aunties and stuff like that like oh, it's, they're all in it's this. very very <laughs> like I'm looking forward to watch it just because I was so close to it in college and even after college um her birth her 21st birthday was like all like it was an Indian party and oh, her wedding it. was an Indian wedding and it was and she married a non-Indian guy and like oh, I really? saw yeah so it's like I'm really excited to see, see that's, this that's show. That's awesome and and we're gonna see all of this on this show I'm telling you the aunts the aunties the moms everything that Chelsea just said it's happening on the show yeah. and they're running the show. And they're a beautiful cast too. They There's are. nothing better than seeing beautiful people on TV. That's well, <laughs> why we're here. It gets us into our next segment the thirst trap. I want to just talk Ooh. about the boys okay. of Family Karma. Uh, let's start with Armrit right there. Uh, or Brian, whichever one. Let's start with the boys of uh, Family Karma. This is Brian. Obviously, very, cute. very attractive. And I love that they're like constantly breaking the fourth wall on this show. Like, oh, yeah. The girl that he's... Uh, Really good friends with Monica. She was feeding the the cameraman, breaking the fourth wall. Uh, she was like, I'm making this. Like, let me know if it tastes good. And he's like, it tastes good. Like, I'm jealous. I want to try some Indian food. Can y'all invite me over? It's so good. But they don't live here. They live in Miami. Oh, fascinating. The 305. Welcome so to Miami. The sole focus of the show is in Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes, the sole focus is their family, the relationships. A lot of them are engaged. A lot of them are wanting to be engaged or running away from commitment. It's a full, rounded cast. And we get the parents, too, right? We get right? the parents, and we have a gay character, too, as well. Okay. Let's pull up his photo. His name is Amrit. The and, uh, and He the has abs, laser. so obviously. <laughs> See, he's tall and attractive, um, and we're feeling him. Yeah, he's, he's got like the style. He does like the white boys. He has a little white boyfriend, which I kind of like that mm-hmm. he has a non-Indian uh, boyfriend. I think it just makes all the diversity yeah, come together. Yeah, I mean, and it, it just really opens your eyes to different cultures, which I do think is, is needed, especially reality TV. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go Go to anchor.fm to get started. I know. I'm glad that we're showcasing this kind yeah. of 
challenge because even like the mom said, they asked her, how do you feel about when your son came out? And she said, I was shattered. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, and I used to fight with God and ask him why he challenged me like this. And I still fight with him. Mm. And it was like getting kind of tempted. And she's like, but now I just tell him, thank you. Thank you. Because I love my son no matter what. So it's like, there's like a full circle moment there. And I'm glad to see it. We need these kind of, um, perspectives on TV because there's somebody out there that lives in the middle of nowhere that's dealing with this that mm-hmm. needs to see themselves on TV whether it's a gay person an Indian person a transgendered person someone that's going through the struggle or someone that's been inspired like I want to move to LA and, and, and be a host or something like you know we, matters. We, we all need to see yes. it representation absolutely matters um, there is an uh, let's see the mom says she was shattered. Yeah, it's a pretty good dynamic. A lot of the aunts are very gossipy, so it's going to be fabulous to see. They're very involved in their children's lives. I'm excited to see yeah, this. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it, too. This is going to be good. Make sure to tune into It's Bravo Bitch every Wednesday. We'll be talking about family karma. There's only been one episode. So there's really not much to dive into. The grandpa yeah. is like a cartoon character. Yeah, you could watch one. You'll be caught up by next Wednesday. There exactly. He is like a cartoon character. Uh, he was cracking me up. Who else did I really like from the show? Um... The girls are so cute. All the girls are attractive. I really like how they give all their men shit. Like, she was telling one of them to grow some balls. Because he's really feminine. Yeah. And she's like, I know he's feminine. And he shaves his whole body. And he has abs. And, like, yeah. But I know. I know what I'm getting myself into. And we're all like, thank God, girl. Because I I know we see it. But we're hoping (laughs) you see it. And she's like, no, I see it. He's really feminine. So I'm really liking this. Uh, yeah, family karma. Yay. Speaking of karma, Ooh, I want to nice get into segue. this. I want to just bring up a tweet that we're going to read together. And then we can dissect it and go into the Jersey reunion because this tweet gave me so much perspective, Chelsea. I feel like we're on totally opposite sides of the aisle with this conversation. Uh-oh. So I'm looking forward to digging digging my nails Let's in. jump into Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> Can we zoom in a tiny bit? And it says, Thank you, Will Belch. Uh, Bechtel Bechtel on Twitter. Bechtel on Twitter. Will Bechtel. (laughs) Imagine being Teresa and you land a spot on a reality show. And then you single-handedly make it iconic. You know, the table flip. Then to have your sister-in-law ride your coattails and beg to get on the same show and then trash you for eight years while you go through the toughest times in your life. Clearly, I responded. I was like, wow, this, this, because like this is really New Jersey down to a T. If you really break it down, if we were in college right now, this would be the thesis to my essay of New Jersey to what is New Jersey to what New Jersey has become. Okay, so a couple things I want to counter with your thesis. Let's go. <laughs> um, Melissa begging to be on the show. The producers came to her and approached her about being on the show. So we can't necessarily say she was I guess begging so. to but, be on the show. But it did create a problem because did. she didn't let Teresa know. So yes. therefore it's sneaky. So therefore I don't know if they asked you. How do I know that? But... Again, because you were sneaky, you weren't defense, honest about it. And what we've we've known this too with like the whole Michael Strahan and Kelly Ripa thing is the producers told her don't say anything until we finalize the contract. So, which was like the whole Kelly and Michael incident was yeah. like he just like ghosted and was like bye. Um, it was she was blindsided by it. So if if that is what happened and the producers came to her and said we can't like don't talk to any cast members about this, don't talk to relatives or anyone about this until things are finalized. 
I can understand why she like I understand I understand Teresa feeling backstabbed yeah. by it, but then you also have to realize the business behind it. Well, it makes like, sense because they all blew up at the christening the very yeah, first episode. So like I get it. Um, second, you have been riding her coattails. <laughs> Don't even try it. I, Teresa she, flipped the table. Like, do we have an iconic moment with Melissa flipping anything? No. Like, there's no iconic Melissa moment. I live for a Melissa Gorga. I really like her. I understand her storylines have been a little bit flimsy as of late. Fake. I get it. I get it. I get it. I totally understand. But she's likable to me. Like, I don't know what it is. I think she's... I like her husband. Yeah. And I also just think, like, I so, don't think Melissa was going for her. She definitely wasn't going for her when the whole Joe prison stuff is going on. So no, but now the truth is coming her, out. Now the truth is coming out. She's slowly letting out her this, feelings about Joe. Yes. I mean, do we not all think that about Joe? No, we all do. But I just feel like, you know how it is with Teresa. She's all about loyalty. Sure, I, it's I, very simple with Teresa. Like you don't have to even know five plus five with Teresa. I don't, but if you know that five plus five equals family, you're good. <laughs> I don't think that Joe and Melissa would be saying these things about Joe. If, Teresa wasn't okay with it. I really don't. I really don't. I, don't I don't think they want to go back to the relationship. Melissa that they had is previously. really stepping on her boundaries, calling her ignorant, saying that you say stupid shit. I saw that in the trailer of the reunion. She's like, "You say a lot of stupid shit." I would be like, "You know what, girl? Shut she up does. on display." Okay. And also, like, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> on display. Okay, no, I, don't get me I, wrong. I like I like Melissa and Joe like, as a couple. I love Tarzan. Like, I love that. You know what I mean? But don't get me wrong. I am the Bravo bitch, and eventually I gotta give you shit. You know what I mean? I gotta, everyone takes a turn. Everyone takes a turn. I gotta say, I met Joe and Melissa both in Miami during Super Bowl week. <sighs> How um, was that? I wish I wasn't as intoxicated as I was. They were like, get away from this drunk girl. Um, yeah, Melissa was definitely like, I'm like, Melissa, I love drunk Melissa. She's like, I'm not drunk right now. I was like, okay, but I still love And it was like a whole mess. Ubers were getting out. But Joe was like, can I please get a picture? And Joe was like, of course. We're in the middle of the street in Miami with like traffic and cars and everything. My boyfriend who hates all things Bravo, like begrudgingly took the picture of the three of us. And I was just like, Joe is perfect for the show. Why didn't you send it in? We could have pulled it up on the show right now. I mean... <laughs> It's, it's a really unflattering photo of Melissa. She's like fixing her eyelash mid foot. And that's why I was like, my boyfriend, like, you cannot wait five seconds for her to like, uh, get her shit together. Why are guys like, like so bad at taking yeah, pictures? Joe looks great and I look great. And Melissa's like, I'm like, come on, Dustin. Like, let's be Dustin, real. Dustin. Totally it messed it up. But um, no, I mean, I think Joe and Melissa are great additions to the show. I understand why Teresa felt betrayed by it in the beginning. But like, get over it. How do you feel about Teresa telling. Margaret, or telling Danielle, pull Margaret's hair. Uh, yeah, that was messed up. And see, this is the thing that I've been feeling about Teresa for, I mean, again, all the OGs of each franchise, especially, like, the original ones, Dallas, Potomac, not really, because they're newer, you know, um, have been out of line, and they see their behavior as something that could be dismissed just because they started it, you yeah. know? And it's like, I... You shouldn't have done it. And, like, her being mad that the producers used it, too. Oh, to, whatever. I didn't care about that. I'm like, be mad, girl. They're going to use it. I mean, but that's, like, that's what bothers me is they think that they have this protection because they've been around for so mm, long. Yeah. You know? And it's like, no, you're not entitled to the same. Like, you know, like, we're you guys are all on the show together. And if Margaret told 
you know, Melissa to do the same thing to you, it would be used. So, yeah. like, just because you started this doesn't mean that you're excused from this bad behavior. How do you feel about Margaret pouring the water on Danielle? You know, and- I honestly had no issue with it. And I know people keep saying, like, she instigated it. I'm like, guys, it's, it's water. Thank you. That's like, what I'm saying, too. Like, I know it's bad, but it's water at the same also, time. Like, that doesn't mean throw water on me. If we're looking at the <laughs> whole argument from, like, and not just those two isolated events, Danielle continuously got in Margaret's face. And was like, body checking yes, her. Body, body checking, checking her, her. Body checking her. Low That's assault, blows. in my opinion. Yes. And, like, and Margaret didn't do anything when she body checked her. And once she said, you have saggy titties, like, I saw, <laughs> that would have got me lit, too. Don't talk about like, my titties. Don't no. talk about... She was like, your titties have been written more than Seattle yeah, slew or something that, like that. That gets a water pour. I'm sorry, <laughs> but no. And then also, when they're like, you threw white on her. Yeah, because she came after my kids. Like, anybody in that situation... And she was foaming at the mouth during that time. She was like, your kids! You don't know that! I'm like, oh, girl, you need to... Come. You need to calm down. And I don't it, throw wine on you. And it's you. just like the... And this is the thing with Teresa, too, where it's like, I feel so bad for her because of everything that she is going through with the girls, with Joe. Like, it's horrible. Oh, my God. I hope someone has checked on Joe with the coronavirus. Oh, that's right. We did. He said that Viagra kills more people than coronavirus. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Judice. Continue. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Um, <laughs> but, like, I feel bad for her with everything that she's going through. But at the same time, it's like she lacks the ability to look at other people's situations. Like, Teresa? Teresa? Yeah. You would have, you would have, if Margaret, if uh, Jackie went after your kids, you would have done the same thing Margaret did. So for you to be mad at Margaret for doing something you realistically probably would have done is just like... I think they're just playing it out and holding it on for the show. It's like, how can you still be mad about that? You're not even friends with Danielle. To me, that's like... and, And then also hearing her say that she doesn't regret defending Danielle for so long. Like, I'm like, girl, really? I know. Like, like, we've gone through this with Teresa where we're like, really, Tree? Like, come on. You know, we've gone through this. I just feel like we understand her. So it's like, we know what she's doing and we're just like, ugh, that's her just being Teresa. It is. Hopefully she'll like snap out of it and by the third reunion she'll be like, okay, Margaret, like, I'm sorry. I messed up. Can we be friends? Because Margaret is a good friend, Margaret's I feel like. Margaret's a great friend. Like, yeah, I would love make to have Margaret, Margaret as a friend. Um, and I think, I, I mean, I really do, I mean, I've been seeing them on social media together like they were I think Dolores hosted like a dinner party don't you love Dolores just like the voice of reason from New Jersey but she also is is a Teresa apologist like I love Tree yeah but I feel like like out of everyone she she holds the fire to the feet mostly she's like Joe's gonna ask for spousal spousal support oh yeah she'll call her on that stuff but I also just don't think that she like like okay I, I love Teresa. Like, I feel like I, I sound like I don't. But I really do. I love her. I think she's a great mom. I think she's a great housewife. But I think that, like, with the whole Margaret finding out about the hair pool and Teresa being the instigator of it all, like, Dolores not... Calling her on it? Yeah. Like, you but know? She, I, and, and instead being like, look, she sold you out. Like, placing the blame on Danielle. Yeah. You know? That's an Italian gangster thing, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, girl, she told on you. We need to whoop her ass. You know what I mean? It's not even it like, wait, you did what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. I think it's a very Italian thing. It's Jersey! It's Jersey! These people are crazy. I love these girls. I think the season has been phenomenal, too, by the way. Let's pull up the photo of uh, Danielle refusing to come out. And then we see that she comes out and she's placed in the I corner. I love that they put her on a chair. Like, I 
Yes, that is shade to the tenth. Nobody degree. puts baby in the corner. Actually, love that. we do. And her name is Danielle Staub, and she goes in the corner. Love it. Love every second. Can't wait. She's to like, watch it I tonight. started this. Okay, like another Vicky Gomez yeah, over here. She's like, like I've no... been here from the beginning. It's not a demand. I mean, no, she's like, it's a demand. It's not a request. I want to sit next to Andy. Andy's like, what? Yeah, no, I'm thank not you. getting up. There's and the, get no. a chair for her on the side. What are your thoughts of Jennifer this reunion? Okay, can you stop talking, Jennifer? Can we hear somebody else talk? I agree. And this is coming from me, who has a big, <laughs> big mouth, who never shuts up. Sometimes you just gotta let the other person finish the sentence I and agree. then interject. And then just not even butting in on things that don't pertain to you. Thank you. Jackie and Dolores talking about how their friendship has grown and that they're in a good place. I don't need to hear your two cents about Thank it. Thank you. Don't need to know. Don't do get not me wrong. Care. I think she's a fabulous housewife because yeah. she's great for the show. She puts up argument. She's strong minded. She has opinions. Everything that qualifies her to be a great, yes. shady housewife. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. But. You also need to calm down. Yeah. You need to calm down. It's like she took, You're doing like, too much. drank 10 Red Bulls yeah. or something before coming out on it's stage. It's a lot. I couldn't deal. I just want her... This might sound a little weird, but I just want Jennifer to just be a little bit more cool with the relationships on the females on the cast. Because... I want you to showcase that to your daughter. Yeah. You know, like having a female in relationships are important. You know, yeah. females have to support each other. So I really hope that her, Jackie, and whatever, I hope they all come together. Get together already. And her and Margaret, that's very that's a really good uh point that you just you brought up. Cause yeah, like you have this whole thing going on with your daughter all season long and female relationships and friendships. Yeah, it seems like a lot like the sorry not sorry shirt and, and not and good. No. Shore. Like what was funny for like, like half a second. Yeah, but like also like you're a role model to your daughter. Like and that's not And she's doing that, such a good job with like the exposing of like the gay brother and yeah, everything and yeah. like t- holding her mom accountable. So good. Such good conversations that we need to be seeing on television. Yeah. I'm telling you, I like Jennifer. I just want her to calm down. I agree. I like Jennifer too. Let's move on. A lot. To Vanderpump Rules. Oh my God. (laughs) Let me just tell you, I'm so glad my boyfriend is not on Instagram. You liked her photo. Oh, and you gave her a pride t-shirt. Like if I gave someone a pride t-shirt, he would never know. He would not know how to find some random dude on Instagram. Like, this is too much. Okay, like, so I this think is a modern-day relationship problem. It really is. Thank <laughs> God I'm not single. <laughs> but I think the bigger thing is that... And maybe I'm just speaking for myself. He's a fuckboy? He is. But the new cast members gotta go. No, I don't like them either. They don't need but to But I'm here. not liking the old cast members as well right now either. <laughs> oh, they're bringing... Well, see, that's my thing. Is the new cast members are taking too much time out of the old cast members' storylines that things aren't really being contuitive. And I'm not getting Doesn't enough, it feel like two different shows? Two different shows. I'm not getting enough James Kennedy. I'm not getting enough Stassi. Thank you. I'm not getting enough real Sheena. I don't need to see Sheena acting like she's really involved with these... Little punks. Yeah, like, I want to see her going it. after guys and being desperate and thirsty yeah, as usual. Not with Matt. Like I just like this makes absolutely no sense. Ugh. I don't care about Charlie. I'm sorry. When she said that she doesn't eat pasta because pasta makes people fat, I never want to see I her on screen deal again. With it, like I can't deal with these new cast Thank members. Thank you. And they're just taking away from the but story Dana, and the meat of what is actually what we care about. I like Dana though. She's cool. Even though it took her weeks to find out that Max is a fuckboy. Hello, he messaged yeah. Sheena and he uses his Apple Watch every day, knowing that Sheena gave to him. <laughs> 
And I know I saw you on Watch What Happens Live, and you're like, who cares? It's a freaking Apple Watch. Like, who's not going to wear their Apple Watch every day? Like, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, girl, when you're holding them and kissing them, look down and look at that watch. It's just a little reminder. (laughs) I I agree. I I totally understand what she was coming from, but then also, like, yeah, you should have seen the signs. But I also hear her when she's saying, you know... If he is a fuckboy, I want to see it for myself and not from somebody like. I get it, but you're on a reality show, girl. Like you know, they're all telling you this for a reason. Yeah, I do. I do like Dana. I think if uh, everybody else though is like so annoying, so annoying. Either they do a complete spinoff and give me the OGs, and you know, without Jackson Brittany. Okay, I love. Like I don't. Stop! Oh my god! Do not say you love Jack. Oh my god. I love Brittany. Oh, God. I love Brittany. Don't you think that she Kentucky is just gone and she's Hollywoodized? Uh, no, I don't. And I think that's why uh, they kept the pastor for as like long her. as they did. Because she's really... Because because she's conflicted between two worlds. I think... and see, this She is... did say that. She's like, I live in Kentucky, but we all have this bubble. Then I come to LA and see all these gay people. Like, I... See, I, I think I have a different perspective of them just because my boyfriend's from West Virginia. So I know, which is the oh neighboring state of Kentucky. Mm. So I know... I know, and I've met these people. Like, they're kind people. And I, under, I understand where she was coming from. I do. Uh... I do. And I... I also think, and I mean, I don't know what you've discussed previously. I also what about think, like her googling the pastor and all those tweets? You can't ignore that. If they really had a conversation with the pastor, which they said they did, and they had a thorough conversation with him, um, and no. said that we don't feel this is okay, and he said I don't believe this, any, or my views have changed because what was that like seven years ago? No, it was like seven months ago, girl. They resurfaced seven months ago, but weren't they older? He Facebook was just post? tweeting something not to, a couple months ago. That's why all the okay. people are pissed off so, about it. I get it. But if he said those things and it and they talked about it, they had a thorough conversation about it, and they felt like, yes, this is a family friend of mine, because it's not just some random priest that they picked out of a Kentucky church. Yeah. Like, this was a family friend of hers. So she knows this person. She feels like she knows his heart. He didn't and even come he, to the wedding. Okay. If he felt like that this what if they felt like they've resolved something that's fine my issue with tom and ariana was that i felt like they should have said something months ago prior to cameras rolling like when they showed the flashback of all the girls on watch what happens live and um and the question got brought up about what was supposed to do ariana just rip her right there on no, live tv on and be like britney you're a homophobe blah 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 yeah i know oh, but i you know wait what, for for the season no, but to start I know to what call ariana, them out two weeks before the wedding i know I, what ariana's dealing with though like I, sometimes people like you're you in a room with straight people and they're saying things that you don't they probably to, don't even know are homophobic you or don't like have to do it on live tv that's my point is like that conversation was had. I felt like that was the perfect moment after the show, on the flight home, going to dinner. How do you know they didn't, A private though? moment. Because they didn't say... They said that this was the only time in which... And Ariana and Tom never said that they talked to them about it prior to the time that they brought it up on camera. So, like, my thing is, is it, it bothered you so much, which I do believe it did bother them so much. Yeah. Why did you wait until you guys were f- filming the season to bring it up on camera? It felt calculated. That's how it felt to me. Because if it really bothered me, I would have said something off camera after the show aired. Because I would have thought, okay, I see your point. This is a perfect time point. to bring it up. Like, oh, let me just like, hey, Brittany, you know what? When Andy asked you this, like, I actually want to let you know, like, what that priest said really bothers me. And like, to be standing on your by your side at your wedding, like, 
I just want to make sure that you're making the right decision or whatever. Like, just like, I felt like that was a perfect time to bring it up. I feel like she would have been like, I don't see nothing wrong. Like, it's his, it's his beliefs, not mine. Like, I could hear them. I think Jax actually said that. Like, I I understand what you're saying. I'm just not taking it to that level because I don't believe that they're good people deep down. Like, Jax is not a good person. Are you kidding me? I don't, see, I don't know. He He cheated on his, his now wife. With a grandmother in an old person's home having sex with her while somebody else was, like, paraplegic in the next bed. (laughs) I, like, I... (laughs) Come on! Horrible circumstances, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I think he's a bad or good person. Mm. I don't know. I like Brittany. I think she seems sweet. I love all the other OGs. I'm having an issue with Tom and Ariana this season. I am not. I want to celebrate Tom and Ariana. I think they're the real allies, and I feel like everybody else is a schmuck. Like, Schwartz lost his marriage certificate. Why am I not surprised by this? So you guys are not even married? Uh, Stassi loves murder. Um... Once again, like, wow, so basic. Wow, you love murder and, like, murder stuff on Netflix? Wow, so does the whole country. I mean, like, we all watch Making of a Murder. We all watch all the Netflix murder shows. Like, you're not that special. She's built a brand off being basic. I mean, she's by far the most successful v- VPR cast The only member. thing that me and Stasi have in common is that we both have pancake asses. <laughs> I don't know. I think I I yeah, I I think that Tom and Ariana are definitely playing the high horse in a lot of these situations. But I they thought, are higher than them. <laughs> I don't think so. I do. I like really I don't. feel like Tom Schwartz I mean Tom Sandoval is the heart of the show. He is the heart of the show. I He's totally a good disagree. person. I, and what what calculate what validates him to be a good person to you? Like, I feel like I know absolutely nothing about Tom Sandoval. You don't? What is there to know about Tom Sandoval? What personality? Like, I don't, like, he likes to dress up. He likes to do costume parties. He likes He's to... He's a musician. He loves his girlfriend. He supports his girlfriend. Uh, Does Bo not love his girlfriend? Yeah, but... But you just don't find him interesting? I like Bo. I just think uh, now he's capitalizing on the Stasi relationship, so he's just like jumping on the train. Forgot everything about here in California. Like I don't. Oh, think, I totally disagree. I don't think Bo's everything. like thinking about Bo right now. Bo's like it's about Bo and Stasi right now. Like the time is hot. We got to capitalize it. We need to make as much murder and ranch money as we can. I totally. And I'm just disagree. like, oh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem. I I, it's not about them. I like them. I think Katie's a horrible person, too. Oh, my gosh. We're just, like, on opposite islands of Vanderpump Rules. I can't with (laughs) Katie. She's horrible. Um, The orange hair, all her trash talking for years, her hypocrisy, like, the defaming of her husband's penis. Like, I would not be married to you if you talked like you did about my penis to everybody in the world. (laughs) I, I mean, I think that was definitely not something she should have said about. So everything that I'm saying that I'm like, this is why I don't like him. You're like, well, that's fine. Jax did it with that old lady. It's fine. I'm like not I'm not saying, gonna. I'm not saying it's fine. I'm just saying he seems as if he turned a corner. I'm gonna take it as when? face value. He seems as if he's being loyal to to Brittany. Have we seen anything otherwise? He better be. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just gonna, you know, 
he changed. I'm going to take him at that. Stop, he changed. Stop, he changed. I'm going to take him at that, but I'm not saying he's a good person. I'm not saying that. I don't know him well enough. I don't know, I don't know him at all. I'm not well enough. But well, we're like, not all sitting here acting like we know them. Like, they live down the street from us, but we're not talking about that. This is an entertainment show as well, and we're on a show, and they're on a show, and they are a public figure, so we're going to talk about them. Just like you guys can comment on the YouTube video below. A lot of the, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, we're just saying, I'm just saying, from what I've seen on the show, Jax doesn't seem like Jesus Christ to me. Oh, sorry. No, he's not. And I'm not Tom saying and Ariana that. seem like way better people to hang out with and mesh with than Jackson Brittany. See, and I disagree. They You'd feel like ha- what you, okay, I'd hang rather out. hang out with Stassi and Katie. Okay, and... that's not what I said. Hang out with Jackson Brittany or Tom and Ariana. Uh yeah, Brittany. Oh my god. Yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea! I love Brittany. No. I think she's so cute. What did you think about Lisa showing up to the <laughs> Okay. You know, the party. I thought it was really sweet. I feel like... But I'm waiting for you to say what I think I'm going to say. I feel like Lisa always has to make it about herself. She's like, if I'm going to show up, I'm going to show up in Randall's private yeah. plane. I'm like, like, what a coincidence. Yeah, it's just like, okay. like, And like, as soon as I saw, because like, I follow all the press and stuff leading up to it. So even before it aired, I knew she was going to be there. And it was just like... I felt like that was another calculated thing. Like, oh, look how great I am. I'm going to make it to their wedding and, like, put this in the press. After my mom died and everything. Yeah, like, oh, like, I don't know. Lisa's another person. I like her, but I'm also, like, you're very calculated in the things that you do. Well, it's like playing chess with Bobby Fischer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kyle Richards. I, like, love her, but, yeah. Well, obviously, we can keep going all day, and we probably will after the show wraps. We have to talk about this pump rules. It's just too much. I love actually having I need to bring conf- you back on my side. I love having conflicting points of view, because no, I listen to be so great. many podcasts, and they all are like in agreement with one oh, another, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I like that we have different perspectives. We always keep it different. We keep it diverse on It's Bravo Bitch. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday. The show premieres. I'm going to have a huge Bravo star. I'm Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. Chelsea, where can we find you? What do you want to promote? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at C underscore S Jones. And I mean, I want to promote all the fun stuff that I'm doing uh, producer wise. So yeah. look it all up. Look her up. She has an IMDb page. Google her. Google her. And while you're at it, Google me as well. Give me a little hit as well. Follow It's Bravo Bitch Podcast on IG. It's blowing up. I got over 1,100 followers, y'all. Ah! So big. I'm so famous. Oh, my God. You're so famous. I want to get to 1,200. Ah! <laughs> Just kidding. So uh, follow It's Bravo Bitch. I appreciate the love. We'll be here next Wednesday. I'm Hollywood Land. I'm Bye, After Buzzers. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.